Hi, welcome to the Remember to Live podcast. I'm your host, Corrine Canty, a recovering corporate exec, coach, yogi, play advocate, mom, and all-around life enthusiast. I've walked the path of burnout and missed opportunities. But here's the thing. I found my way back to living. And I want to take you on that journey too. Tune in weekly for life design tips, authentic stories, and inspiring conversations with those who've chosen to live without regrets. Let's ditch the shoulds and have tos and remember to live now. So get cozy, grab your favorite warm drink, and let's embrace our big, full, no regrets lives together. Hello, friends. Happy new day. Welcome back to the Remember to Live podcast. It's me, Corrine. I am currently sipping on some green tea in one of my favorite butterfly cups. It's about 30 degrees in Atlanta, and I just got back from spending an entire week in Puerto Rico where every day it was about 85 and sunny. So I'm readjusting. And for this week's episode, I wanted to dig a bit deeper into one of the topics that came up in last week's episode with Myla Edmond. And one of the things that we talked about was choosing your hard. Now, this sparked a lot of conversations since the episode was released, and it made me think back over my life and how long it took me to decide that I wanted to be the one to choose my hard. And even thinking about the concept that we can choose our hard. Uh, the, the episode really enlightened me and got me thinking more and more about how we can show up to life, how the decisions that we make determine the quality of our lives. And when I was, when I was a kid, I was really into drawing and writing and painting and exploring all things artistic. I just knew I was going to go to art school. My only challenge was, am I going to go to learn how to paint? Or am I going to go to lean into writing? Because I've always loved to write. And then what life threw at me was, before I did any of that, becoming a mother. So when I found out I was pregnant at 17, I pushed all of that to the side and started thinking about what I was supposed to do. Now I had to be someone's mother, and now I was going to have to take care of this other life. What am I supposed to do? And I started letting societal expectations choose my heart. All I knew was that I couldn't make any money and take care of my daughter if I went to art school. That's what everyone told me. It was unrealistic. There was no money in anything creative. Pick something that has a high salary and that you can get a high title in, that you can get good benefits in a nice, good, secure job. And that's how you become the responsible mom. So I spent decades in a corporate career where I did reach success in those terms. I got the nice salary, the nice title, all the things that go along with that. Uh, and it was really, really hard. It was really hard being a single mother to two children. And in college, my son decided to join the team. Um, it was very hard. And the hardest part was the idea that I had to work all the time, that the only way I was going to get ahead is if I put work ahead of everything. And so I worked really, really hard. I would 
have days where it was six o'clock, the daycare was about to close. I had to run and get my son and take him back to the agency to finish work. None of the work that I was doing was life-threatening. We were doing ads. So thinking back on the hard that I endured, a lot of it was someone else's idea of what was supposed to be done. And all of the happiness and joy and all of the rewards that were supposed to come from the hards that were expected to do never came. Even when I achieved the things on the list that were supposed to bring those things, it didn't come. And so decades into that corporate career, when I finally realized that you can't get away from the hard in life, life is going to have hard things. It's just the nature of being human. You're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. You're going to have sunny days. You're going to have rainy days. You're going to have daytime. You're going to have nighttime. Duality is a part of life. And without those hard times, we would never be able to really appreciate the great times. So I am grateful for the hard times, but coming to the realization that I get to choose my hard was a moment of empowerment. It's when I realized that I can have sovereignty over my own life. And the biggest thing that I did to lean into this, the most scary thing that I did, uh, the scariest heart I chose, was about two years ago when I stepped away from my corporate job. It's when I left the golden handcuffs, the fancy title, the big salary, and said, I know that walking away from this false sense of security is going to feel really hard. I know that a lot of people are going to say things to me to make me feel like I'm making the wrong decision because it will challenge their sense of safety and security. But my body and my gut and my intuition were louder than everyone else's voice. And so not only did I leave that safety net, it's also around the same time that I moved my mother in to become her caretaker. And not just my mother, I moved my mother and her partner in. And that came with its own set of hearts. There's a lot of people in this world who are at the stage in the season in life where they have to become the caretaker of their parents or loved ones or family members or friends. And we aren't having enough conversations about all that entails. And so it was really hard for me. It was hard for me to accept the fact that my mother could no longer be independent. It was hard for me to learn how to live in my home with different energy. Uh, my mother is a very complex human being, as we all are. We have a very complex relationship. But I knew that I wanted to give her everything that I could at this stage in her life. I wanted to give her all the things that she felt she never got from anyone. I wanted her to feel safe, and I wanted her to feel protected as she started to lose herself. And then, uh, very recently, I made the hard decision <laughs> to move my mother out and move her into an assisted living home where 
she could have the support that she really needed. I had to realize that it had come to the point where I could no longer be the one providing all of her care. And that was really hard too, but it was what was best for both of us. And it's giving her a chance to find new friends, have some community, still feel like she could have a life where she could have activities and be around people every day because sitting in my house and looking at me was not really having a life. But that was hard. And in between all of these transitions, I've been starting not one, but two businesses. And this is an area where even more so than the feedback I got from leaving my nice, cushy corporate job was the idea that I decided to take on growing two businesses at once. Everyone talks about how hard it is to even start one business. And I have so many people in my circles that were trying to convince me to just focus on one thing right now. Just focus on this one thing and stop making it harder for yourself. But I'm in a season of alignment. And part of choosing my hard is making sure that if it's going to be hard, it needs to be in alignment with who I am, with my mission, with my purpose, and from what I want to achieve in the time that I have here. And my, my big mission in life during this season is to really help people live more happy, more fulfilled, more meaningful lives so they don't get to the end of it with regrets, so they don't work themselves into a place where the quality of their health cannot even allow for a quality of life. And to do that, I know there's two sides of the coin. One is how we all design and live our own lives. And that is why I started the Life Is Project to really help people recognize that you can live the life that you really want. And it's about getting very clear on how you want to live your days. And it's about getting clear on taking the steps to make sure that everything that you do is in alignment with that. But I also know that we live in a world where as adults, we got to work. Whether you're taking the corporate nine to five path, whether you are starting a business and wanting to become an entrepreneur, whether you're just taking a series of jobs, figuring out what it is that you want to do. We live in a world where you have to do things to make a living and our work right now is not serving us. Uh, the hustle and grind culture, still trying to live by these rules that were set up way back for the industrial revolution when we are primarily in a knowledge worker state. It just doesn't work anymore. It's not producing the results that a lot of these organizations really want. It's not making us happy. It's not keeping us healthy. And we just need to fix work. So the businesses that I've started are aligned with that. And my consultancy business that I co-founded with one of the people that I've done improv with for a long time really focuses on improv and play and how we can use these things to shift our culture, to have better communication, to team build, to be more innovative, 
to be more creative at work and have fun while doing it. Nobody wants to take boring training that doesn't actually give results. So my mission is to help make lives better and help make work better. And because both of those things are in alignment to the impact I want to make on the world, it's not crazy to have two businesses. It's not hard to have two businesses. It's actually pretty fun because everything is aligned. Everything is connected. And what I realized is that all of this, all of the learning how to choose my hard, the learning how to have sovereignty over my own life really means that I'm choosing my joy. Because having the title and the salary and the house and the cars and all the things on paper without any joy means nothing. And for a long time, I had that. And life is about joy. Life is about experiences. Life is about growth and learning and being able to do things where you feel like you're making a difference, where you feel fulfilled, where you are answering that call from within. And so in choosing my joy, I know there's going to be hard times. I know there's going to be hard days, but they're the ones that I choose. And because of that, my joy expands. So as As I reflected on these things, I decided to leave you this week with a little bit of life work. So if you're driving uh, or not in a space to be able to do it right now, then bookmark it and come back. But if you have the ability to carve out about 15 more minutes, uh, grab a journal, a warm drink, and a quiet space. and. Make a list of everything in your life right now that feels hard. And as you get done with that list, cross out the things that you can't control. Then go back through the things that you crossed out that you said you couldn't control and make sure that it's really beyond your control. Or is it part of something else that you actually are choosing? And then from what's left, explore if this is something that you're choosing for you, or it's really something that you were told to choose for someone else, for whatever result is promised, for whatever expectation has been put upon you. Everything that feels hard right now, explore if it's the hard that you choose. And use this exercise to help uncover areas of your life where you're letting someone or something else choose your heart. And then find the areas where you can choose your joy. It's time to start taking your life back. We only have so much time that is gifted to us. Let's not get to the end of it full of regrets. That's that's my message for today. If this episode resonated with you and you are ready to reclaim, 
reimagine and redesign your life, then let's chat. Check out the show notes for ways to connect. I would really, really, really love to help you on your journey to redesigning your life and showing up to the life that you really want. Until next time, be well. And as always, remember to live. Thank you so much for listening to the Remember to Live podcast. I hope you learned some things, laughed a little, and above all else, were inspired to live more fully. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and share with a few friends so we can all help each other remember to live.